Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Stubikovsky, I hope you're keeping warm. How are you, my friend? I am warm. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> I'm an old friend, but I don't drive a pickup truck. <laughs> well, thank goodness for, for that one, especially after today's given news. So who and you... those, police are gonna, those police are going to be in trouble for killing this guy with a rifle. <sighs> Even though they're we returning fire. I know. That's Even right. though they're okay. returning fire. <laughs> I know. And yeah. that's, But you know what? To your point, let's see. To your point of your your late great your uh, your latest article, let's see uh-huh. if there is any you know leadership or guidance from the mayor's office on on police protocol in this situation. You have SWAT; they're being fired upon. So, are they allowed to return fire? It would be nice to see Sherelle Parker comment on that once once she sees you know the investigation before her. Mm-hmm. I was being kind of satirical. Uh, I think <laughs> what, what the police did was absolutely justified. When we, you fire on, you can fire back. <laughs> and, and I'm hopeful Sherelle will see it that way, and I don't think she'll start blubbering like Jim Kenney, our, our late unlamented mayor. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, you know, sometimes you wonder because you, you just see police-involved shooting, and you think, rut row. And, and I think that's part of the problem for recruitment in the city of Philadelphia. Hopefully that's changing. But how do you see Sherelle Parker? I know it's early, um, but she she's somebody. Was she your, because she represented, because we're in Ch- Larry and I are in Chestnut Hills, you know, you've been to our house. Uh-huh. And so she was our yeah. person for you know many years. But how do you see her? How do you view her as a mayor? Well, it's too soon to tell. But uh, I can tell you that as a candidate, uh, she was my pick. Uh, not necessarily my favorite. My favorite was Alan Dom, who I know personally. Uh, but I didn't think that he would be able to win. And most especially, I was afraid that Helen Gim would be elected mayor of Philadelphia. And that had to not happen. And I felt Sherelle was the person best positioned to stop Helen Gim. And she was. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Now, you started by asking me of what what mayors you put me in mind of. So my my column uh, had the uh, the kicker on it that Sherelle Parker is Frank Rizzo in a dress. <laughs> now, uh, I was accused of clickbait with that with that headline. I said it wasn't clickbait. If you read my column, uh, I went down. I, I didn't mm-hmm. list all of the mayors, but uh, I can. It was Jim Kenney, Michael Nutter, John Street, Ed Rendell. Wilson Good, Bill Green, Frank Rizzo. Uh, of all the ones I just mentioned, Frank Rizzo was the last person to run as a law and order candidate. 
No one else has until Sherelle Parker. She basically ran as a law and order candidate. And she, on this issue, she ran to the right of Republican yeah. David O. Yeah, that that was when David O came out, especially with the stop and frisk that would be limited and focused. But when David O came out, even left of her on that issue, I just thought, well, he's done. He's, you know, he's done because she, in well, fact, I think to, to any one of us who live in the city, you know, I just thought that that's I loved that she came out and said, yeah, if we need that as a tool in the toolbox, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, um, yes. you know, you're right with David O. It was it, it was done for him. Uh, well, he was done even before that. Well, there was true. no way he was going to win, you know. Uh, but, uh, and he made a decent showing. I thought he could have done, I think he could have done better. Mm-hmm. But his ideal candidate was, was Helen Kim. I would have loved to have seen that race. It would have been two, two Korean Americans against one another. Uh, one of them, oh, being a moderate uh, conservative, and Helen Kim being off the chart as a radical. Uh, he He could have could have beat her but she was the only one he could have beat a republican cannot win for mayor in the city not now i would say this the only thing i thought of and i i see what you're saying with you know a total law and order but michael nutter didn't what wasn't it one tough nutter he came out and had said that he was going to crack down on crime he also was big on the city's finances at the time but he was one who said yeah um, stop and frisk. Uh, we we can do yes. that. Yes, yes, that, he did. However, that was more than compensated for by the fact that he turned Philadelphia into a sanctuary city, mm-hmm. and sanctuary cities, in my opinion, break the law. Yeah. Well, that brings me to the next question. With you know, with right now we have the measles. There's yet another measles case. I think in the Northeast. Um, there's one in Camden. We have nine confirmed. And the wording as far as, you know, how city health officials are, and I don't know if you've read between these lines or had thoughts about it, Stu, but the wording is, um, it's okay if you don't speak English. It's okay if you don't have ID. We're not going to ask questions. Uh We just want to properly with the MMR, measles, mumps, rubella, we want to make sure that all the children are vaccinated. Children who they called imported recently, that was one of the Uh wordings, and so it it does make you believe that maybe the children were imported recently because they came over the border illegally, and maybe uh-huh. there's a hesitancy to get vaccinate, get the children immunized, sure. and so on and so forth. Uh, so your feeling is as far so there's the sanctuary city reference that you're making that you feel that Sherelle Parker will not be as friendly as far as a sanctuary city situation as as Mayor Kenny was. Uh, oh, well, I, I don't know that. I think so. Uh, first of all, city policy currently is that no city employee may ask anyone about their citizenship or immigration status. No, no teacher, no cop, no judge, mm-hmm. no medical professional is allowed to ask that question. Uh, I don't know that for all the illegals, pardon me, you're not supposed to say that, but mm-hmm. the people here illegally are illegals. Imported. I don't know if they're all aware. Stu, get, you know, you got to get the wording, Stu, uh, the imported. They're imported. Uh, I, imported is a new one for me, so <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Now, I'll tell you, uh, during the campaign, 
I interviewed the leading candidates. Uh, Sherelle never returned my call. Uh, she she wouldn't even acknowledge my existence. I think she has a grudge against me for some other reason. I don't know why. I don't really care. But I, I asked David O oh, uh, if he would be a welcome. Uh, this was during the time when uh, Governor Abbott in Texas and uh, Governor DeSantis were sending buses to northern sanctuary city locations. Mm-hmm. And I asked David O oh, if he would welcome buses from, <laughs> from uh, Texas. And he said no. He would not. Uh, I would have liked to ask that same question of Sherelle Parker, but she wouldn't speak to me. Uh, David said, however, he would not go around deporting people willy-nilly, neither would I. But uh, he did not want to see any fresh imports, if you will, uh, arrive here. <laughs> I would really like to know what her answer to that question is. I've written an open letter to, uh, to Governor Abbott, as a matter of fact, saying, why are you sending them all to Washington and Chicago and New York? Philadelphia is a sanctuary city. Send them here, please, because I wanted to see what Kenny would do when we started getting hundreds of people arriving. Well, Stu, I I know as far as New York, which is the number one request, it's because we're being told, and I'm getting this even from immigration attorneys and others, that when people come across the border and they have their hands up and they want to be discovered, if you will, right by CBP, And the first thing they say is we want to go to New York City. The reason being that the New York City laws say uh-huh. that the the law is the law requires city the right. city to provide for you housing assistance. That's that's I mean the correct. whole shebang, and that's why New that's Yorkers correct. are having a fit right now. Yeah, that that uh, that law, by the way, goes back like thirty or forty years. It was intended. Uh, and aimed at homeless New Yorkers. Mm -hmm. It was never intended to take care of, I think they have 26,000 imports now. It was never intended for that. But this is, you know, this is the law of unintended consequences. And in Philadelphia, um, the last several mayors have all said, you know, we are a, quote, welcoming city. The city, the president of city council, Daryl Clark, said the same thing. I tried to get him on the phone to ask him, you're, you're welcoming people who are breaking the law. Now, this actually predates the current situation where everybody claims to be here for asylum. That's different than previous to this. And this asylum thing started about four years ago. Prior to that, people were just sneaking into the country and getting away. If they could get to Philadelphia, they would be safe. Even if they were a convicted felon, Jim Kenney would not turn them over to ICE. So, so that's where we are today. And yeah. uh, I'm, I'm waiting for somebody from... The other, the, the legitimate media, if you will, to mm-hmm. sit down and ask Sherelle Parker what her uh, what her stance is on immigration and our sanctuary city status. I doubt that she will change it. It seems to be woven into the DNA of Democrats now. But the different, I think, the difference with Philadelphia and actually, Anthony Dorenzo just sent me just uh, printed out a, a, a story that was reporting our homeless shelters and how they're not properly funded or funded at all, etc. I think the issue is that people who come to this country illegally know where they're going to get the best uh, care, if you will, that's free, and that it's a law that they, within so many hours in New York oh, yeah. and Chicago, I don't think that we actually, first of all, we don't have as many shelters. We don't have shelters that keep families together, and we don't have yeah. uh, shelters that are as well-funded 
as those other cities. So I think they're not asking. To, they have to, by law, right, they have to ask. They have to say, can I go to fill-in-the-blank city? They can't just send them where they want to send them, by law. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know the law, and people, but, but how many of these people wanted to go to, what was it, not not um oh, where, where? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. President Obama has a summer home. Oh, um, like Martha's I'm, I'm, Vineyard and that sort of thing? Martha's Vineyard, right. Uh, they didn't ask to go to Martha's Vineyard. Uh, they were suggested. They were coerced. They were told that yeah. the facility waiting for them. So, so yeah, I mean, that, that, that's, look, the, the major issue is we should not be letting three, four, five million people mm-hmm. come into this country yeah. unvetted. Yeah. All they do is take biometrics and, and whatever name they give, if they have any documents at all, and then they're turned loose. Certainly within them, you have people who are going to be carried disease. Not many, but how many does it take? How many people carrying measles yeah. does it take or diphtheria or tuberculosis? And also among the people coming in from 130 countries yeah. around the world, That's right. certainly some of them are here to do something bad yeah. without question. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And for New Yorkers getting about 10,000 a month. So I think the latest number was well over 100,000. But even if you look back at the stats, over a million New Yorkers live in a household with at least one undocumented immigrant. So in those homes, because they're having kids, those homes have 276,000 children. So what they're saying, so what they're saying is um, either mom and dad come over or mom comes over, but now mom is having three kids or what have you. And so that's, that's what's going on. So the, the quarter of a million children in those same households are lawful residents, lawful citizens, mm-hmm. right? Because they were born, they were born here. here. Yes. So right. that math right. is going on. I just think New York is, uh, and then New York has to have a balanced budget. So that's why they're having all these cuts and that puts the heat on certainly puts the heat on um, Democrats, if you will. So as far as Sherelle Parker, what remi- as far as she's Frank Rizzo in a dress, which I think she, <laughs> she looks way better in a dress than Frank Rizzo ever would have. No, no disrespect uh-huh. here. Uh, but what else, as far as law and order, what other qualities do you think she possesses? As far as, do you think there are other qualities that she possesses that remind you of Rizzo or Rendell? Oh, no. Uh, uh, no. Uh, okay. The thing that I, I like in Federer Rizzo only in the respect of uh, she ran openly as a law and order candidate. No other mayor since Frank Rizzo has done that. 
when uh, Michael Nutter was running, he was not running as a law and order candidate. None of them were. And Ed Rendell wasn't. Ed Rendell was a great mayor. He was a great cheerleader. Um, but he, he didn't have to put up with, uh, with all this stuff. This, uh, this whole immigration stuff was pretty much before his time. He didn't, he didn't have to deal with that. And, but, and like Sherelle Parker, Ed Rendell was a moderate and he was pro-business and uh, Sherelle Parker is pro-business too, which is really important because who creates jobs? Yes. And you go into Kensington. I, I love I love the fact that you talk about what Philadelphia police and the recruitment efforts, what they what they start at, the starting salary. And I love that you say oh, that, yeah. that's pretty good money, but it's not enough. And I love that you say that, Stu, because we just had that DEI officer because that person was fired. And I guess they're looking for a replacement. But then you realize some of these cr- newly created jobs under the past administration here in Philadelphia I mean, they were paying somebody in a DEI made-up job oh. three times the starting oh. salary of a cop. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So, so your listeners know Philadelphia police started $61,888, which is, I said, which is damn good because the median family income in Philadelphia is only 52000 So it's a good salary. However... The state police pay sixty-five, and if you go into the suburbs, Radnor pays eighty-one thousand for a starting cop. And if you're a cop in Radnor, your life isn't in as much jeopardy as it is if you're a Philadelphia cop. Yeah. And uh, in in my column, I talked about I uh, had a conversation with Charles Ramsey when he was the excellent police commissioner, and the difficulty that he had uh, trying to recruit police, and most especially he was trying to recruit uh, black officers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they would go to black college campuses, and, and he told me that they'd offer a job. And the students would say, basically, you're offering me a job that pays less than I can make in business, where the people I am protecting hate me, and where I can get killed doing it. Mm-hmm. No thanks. Yeah. So, so if Phil, uh, uh, Sherelle Parker said she wanted to hire uh, 300 police, uh, I hope she can, but I don't see any way she's going to be able to do that at the current salary level. It's going to have to be competitive with the suburbs. Yep. Amen to that. Stu Bykowski, you can find him at Bykowski.com. And uh, just another great article. Stu Bykowski, thanks for joining me this morning. Thank you, Dawn, and Happy New Year. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.